Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm so tickled to be here with you. I already finished my coffee, so I won't be stopping to have sips of coffee. Uh, Bella, or Phoenix, asked me to speak today about stress, and I was kind of feeling how that kind of works into this other stuff. For instance, like how does that play out with you doing what you're passionate about? How does it play out with you being on point to like really just enjoy and savor the moments of your day? And the big thing is that stress and anxiety, anxiousness, these have become almost like conditions of being human in America. Like so many people are stressed out and anxious and they think it's normal because everyone else is that way. But there was a study one time, I don't know what the study was, but it came to the effect that if you believe you can take on more stress, you will have more stress. And if you believe you you cannot handle stress, then you will have less stress. So how much stress you take in is relative to what you believe you can handle. So if you don't believe you hand, you can handle stress, then you will not get any. You know, like you won't take it on. So this is really nice to know um aside from aside from the fact that we can make choices you know like we can we can additionally choose what bothers us what doesn't bother us and um let things go but when it comes to the thing where you're passionate you're having a fabulous day those areas that we've allowed ourselves to play small that we've allowed ourselves to have an out for um giving our power away, those are the places that we're going to feel stressed and anxious. And then those things will become our God, you know, like they become like the end all. It's very peculiar how we will make something our God. And it doesn't even, it doesn't even deserve it. Like we realize after when we take our power back that that was really nothing. But what happens is when you focus on something and you give it all your attention, you will make it big. It just becomes big. And we have to decide that focusing within and uh, staying in our power and in our alignment with God's source energy is more important than leaning outside to defend or justify a story, which is what all of that playing small is. All of the fears are based on stories. So it's stories that are built on belief systems. So the story we undo, we let go of the story, and then we find the belief system behind it, and we release that too. And this is going to take care of every stressful moment you could ever have, I guarantee you, because all stress is based on fear. All anxiety is based on fear. And truly, there is nothing to fear. <clears throat> it is in our attachments to this world and the things in it and our expectations of outcomes that we build a situation 
that gives us something to fear. But when we release all of that, we can just be playing in the present moment. And this is where true bliss is. It's just now in this present moment. And there's so many avenues to just getting into this present moment. It's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. So um, mm, one of the things is that I, I think I said this recently is like how you do one thing, you do all things. So if you notice uh, this, then look in your area where you can find more balance. Because sometimes we use the stressful moment to justify uh, deconstructing the other areas of our lives that are functioning well. But what if we did the opposite? What if we used the functioning aspects of our lives to be the core or groundwork or foundation for the areas that aren't working? So we bring what's working to what isn't working. This is huge. Now, this is what I do on a regular basis. I'm looking for what is working. Now, how can I bring that into this other? (sighs) Now... There's just little pieces. There's so many little pieces of taking ownership of power, of taking responsibility. If you um, know you're always going to be late somewhere, then be upfront about that. Be upfront about it so that way that your word is still congruent with who you are. Um, Let's see. (laughs) That was a good one. Um, I'm not thinking of any others, but if you know you have weak spots, take ownership of those weak spots in your life. That is really, really uh, a special thing you can do because these are the things that we will use to erode the foundation when we are, are like in a weak place. We will use those weak spots rather than taking ownership. And they will erode us more. You know, they'll, we'll screw up an appointment. We'll miss something. But it's just, I got to tell you, it's just time to just be in that powerful place. To just own it and be in it. I um, I was had great plans to get my car unloaded today and repacked. And it didn't happen for a number of reasons. But I'm so at peace with it. And this is why I don't procrastinate. Because... Things can get shoved off all by themselves. So I am not going to wait to the last minute, but I, I'm okay. Like it just feels great to just take it a step at a time and to just know, oh, it's okay. So the next available moment I have to clean out my car and organize it, that'll be when I do it. The next available moment. And maybe that'll be this afternoon when I get back from teaching. So it's, uh, it's really just this flow and If we are in, okay, there are some people who are back to back to back to back scheduling things. If that is the case, then you might notice there's areas where you can create a vacancy so that you can have some places to reground, work on that foundation, you know, revisit your foundation um, and feel the strength from within so that when you move on, you're, you don't end up with this domino effect of things going wrong or going bad because you're pushing so hard. And once things start to go awry, we kind of like cascade down because the foundation is out of balance. So we don't have anything to 
I sit with in our power, you know, like we've given our power away and now we can't regroup because we're not going back to the foundation. So, and rebalancing. So that would be really good to have moments throughout the day where you just reboot and it might only take a minute or two and you regroup and uh, come back to core center. And then it's amazing how it will feel revitalizing to do that. And it'll feel like you just had like, I don't know, like you just ran, you know, ran a mile or something and you feel alive and vibrant because you did that regrouping. Because we will find that sometimes we give our power away and don't realize it right away. We just, we feel weakened, but we then go through this process of defending it, saying, oh, well, I'm tired or I didn't get much sleep last night. I'm going to tell you right now, those are all stories to cover up what's really going on, which is you slipped out of alignment. Because I can feel high and know it's time to go rest my body. But the feeling, that feeling of being on point and alive and vibrant, even if my body's tired, two separate things. So alive and vibrant and passionate about what you do, that's where you're headed. And that's what you want to feel in the moments of your day. And if there's areas of your day where you're not feeling it, like I feel it when I wash the dishes in the morning, when I feed the fish, I'm feeling it throughout the entire day. So if you're not feeling it in certain aspects, then what is the thought behind it? Like if I didn't feel it when I was feeding the fish, it could be because there's a thought behind it that this is not my job. I asked someone else to do it. They're not pulling their weight. They're disrespecting me. These could all be stories I'm telling myself while I feed the fish. Well, it's not helping me and it's not helping the fish. So Uh, what if we just let go of the belief systems that we've learned, the programs we're writing and the stories that follow and step into this much more healthy way of being, which is just present moment, no expectations, no stories, no, um, attachments. Attachments is a big one. And we think that if I don't, if I'm not attached to something, I won't care about it, but that's not true. We'll care about it because we appreciate it. But appreciating and attachment are two different things. Appreciation is recognizing that this thing is blessing your life and you are grateful for that. Uh, Attachment is recognizing you have this thing and creating fear around not having it. Uh, Fear of losing it, fear of breaking it, fear of whatever. So the attachment is the fear of loss of it. And not helpful, not helpful in relationships, not helpful with your personal things, just not helpful. So isn't this exciting now? We are moving along. Um, Yeah, so if we bring the stress and anxiety factors in and we took ownership that these are not normal, this is not how nature functions. Um, Animals in nature are not stressed out and anxious. They just aren't. They aren't. They have um, a way of being that is in complete balance. And we have a way of being that is in complete balance. But we've lost our way with all of the modernization. And we can easily remember and easily start to implicate, implement, not implicate, but implement these techniques that bring us back closer to the truth of who we are Nature being one of them and using our senses being another. And I know I harp on that sense thing, but so many people are not fully engaging their beautiful senses. 
It was so funny when I was a kid and I recognized that I had a sixth sense, this intuitive sense. And I felt so empowered by that. I kind of don't, I, you know, and everyone's got the five senses minus a few people, right? So I kind of um, <clears throat> downplayed my five senses at that time because I was really focused on this intuitive sense. <clears throat> but realizing in the last couple of years how powerful the five senses are for being in present moment and that they are a gift and a tool. And I got to tell you, I have heard this from no one. Now, maybe there's been bits and pieces suggested, but I have never heard this from anyone else. And it's so simple, so simple. It's like, it's almost the opposite of meditation. And yet it does the same thing. Opposite because in meditation, you're like letting go of your, you know, recognition of, your um, thoughts and your breath and your whatever, you know, you're, you're, you're uh, going somewhere else, right? But this is coming into the um, senses in this now moment for the purposes of appreciating, right? So we're coming into present moment through the senses. We're smelling something and really noticing what it smells like. We're tasting and really noticing what it tastes like. We're touching things and really noticing how they feel. And it's, it's really interesting. And since I've started practicing this some years ago, I noticed that even when I touch something that is um, like not pleasurable, like let's just say it's not bunny foo-foo soft. It's like something prickly or it poked me or cut me. I don't judge it anymore. I notice it just to notice, I notice that I got cut. I notice how that pain feels. I notice the color of the blood when I skin my finger. I notice the purple on my knee when I bruise it. And I'm not looking for stories to justify it. Like, how did I do that? Like, oh, I must've done it, blah, 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 blah. No, I don't care about the stories. I'm just present in this moment, enjoying and noticing and appreciating and grateful. I'm grateful I have knees. And I'm, I'm grateful that the blood came to the surface when it had to come to the surface. Um, but I just am noticing things in such a different way. And this new way of noticing things, it doesn't involve a story that then involves like um, an after effect of like, oh, now I must be in pain or I must be hurting or I must have been victimized. None of this is going on. It's just this presentness. And I will tell you that as you engage in this presentness and as you take ownership of the thoughts that are causing you stress and anxiety and um, anxiousness, which is probably the same as anxiety, um, as you notice this and you start to take ownership of it, you will find that you are walking away from the things that cause the disharmony and they're incongruent with who you are, you will be stepping more and attracting more of the things that are congruent with the truth of who you are and your passions and calling. And you're going to find things showing up and uh, bringing you more joy and more bliss than you ever thought was possible. So I am all about that. And I invite you to join in that because you will love it and you will it will blow your mind. And please let me know about it. I would love to hear how these things show up in your life. I, I love it because to me, it's miracles. It's the miracle of remembering the truth of who you are. And it's always ready to confirm for you. It's always ready. It's just waiting to confirm. So how awesome is that? 
It's beautiful. I love you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaucet.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.